want to read to you a very simple text and just share just for a moment, and then we'll be finished. Again, from the Gospel of Luke. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You shall find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. I just, uh, just so many thoughts about Christmas. Uh, you know, you could, uh, you could just take quite a bit of time and just write down all of the, the thoughts that move through your mind about this wonderful evening. I think of the Christmas as supernatural. I think of it as a, a season of contrasts. I also see it as an, uh, a time of missed opportunities. When I read the Christmas account, I see missed opportunities. There's so much that's packed into just a handful of verses that strike our heart. They never get old, and we appreciate them. I think of those missed opportunities, and I think of the wise men. The wise men came. They came to the stable. They wanted to see Jesus, and they did. They saw the Savior, and they left and the Bible tells us very clearly they were changed people. You see, that's what happens when people come to Christ. They are, they are changed. Something happens in their life, and they're changed. There were wise men, and these guys traveled for hundreds of miles, guided by a star. I think that's just incredible, just amazing. You know, we live in a day of GPS and all of this stuff, all of these wonderful uh, things that we have available. They were guided by a star. And I want you to know something tonight. I believe the star that guided wise men to a stable to see a newborn king is the same star that guides us tonight. God wants to guide you this evening. God wants to guide in your life if you'll let him. There were other people that didn't get it. They missed the opportunities. I think of Herod. Herod is just a, Herod is just a bad guy. Just bad. If I was going to have Herod in this play tonight, I would dress him up in evil-looking clothes and makeup. I would make sure he had a big handlebar mustache and, and a stovepipe hat and all of these you know, I just, I mean, whatever kind of character. This guy was bad. He knew something was happening, but he didn't take time to look. The religious people of the day, this was an interesting thing. It's always fascinated me a little bit. The religious people of the day, they also knew. As a matter of fact, the 39 books of the Old Testament, each one of those books has some interesting information about the coming Messiah, and yet they missed it. They were in church. These were church people, church leaders, and they missed it. And I challenge you tonight, don't miss it tonight. Don't miss it. This isn't about joining a church or being a good person or something like this. This is about opening your heart and your life 
and allowing Christ, Christ to, to literally invade your life, to take it over, to bring forgiveness of our sin. Missed opportunities. I was reading some information just this week uh, uh, about Orville Wright. And on December 17th, which is just a week ago today, on December 17th, however, 1903, that's quite a while ago, at Kitty Hawk, North Carolina, Orville Wright got into his flying machine. He called it an airplane. He started the little motor that he put together out of some scraps of junk of this and junk of that, made this motor run, and it began to twirl two propellers. And he had some friends that sort of lifted it up and kind of got it sliding down a slope. And Orville Wright flew for the very first time an airplane with an engine. But it wasn't going to be the last time, was it? Just think of that. From 1903, a humble beginning, we've been to the moon, and we walked on it and came back. We've explored the edge of the solar system and took pictures just to prove that we were there. And all of these things. What is interesting is after the uh, flight that day, and there were actually three other flights on that beach, and uh, after the whole thing was over, and the reason it went, was over is because on the fourth flight, they crashed the plane. So that was pretty well it for the, uh, for the flight. But anyway, Orville Wright telegraphed his sister. And he said this. These are his words. He says, the plane flew. I'll be home for Christmas. And his sister was excited about this. The plane flew, and she took the telegram to the uh, local newspaper editor, who you would think would be interested in news, and she showed him the telegram about the plane that flew. And the editor took a look at the telegram and said these words, it'll be nice that they're home for Christmas. <laughs> he missed the opportunity, didn't he? This was, uh, this, this was virtually the story of the century, and he missed it. Here's my point tonight. Don't you miss it. I'm going to pray in just a moment, and I want to pray with people tonight. I think there's a lot of people here tonight that perhaps there is an uncertainty in your mind and in your heart about Jesus, about forgiveness, about letting God into your life. And we're going to hopefully be able to settle some of that this evening. So would you pray with me tonight? Would you pray with me right now? Bow your heads, please. Father, we thank you so much. We thank you that you love us. We thank you for tonight's depiction in a variety of ways of Christ coming into the world. But Father, help us to understand the reason he came into the world was that 
he came to seek and to save that which is lost. It's not an easy thing to admit that you're lost. Father, I pray tonight that you'll help somebody tonight as they recognize that they, they have a need for Christ in their life. Help them to recognize that, first of all. And then help them to respond. Help somebody tonight to firm up their relationship and their walk of faith in Jesus Christ. Father, I pray that you'll help somebody do that and help somebody to perhaps pray right with me this evening. Dear Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my life. Be my Savior. Be the Lord of my life. I admit that I am a sinner and I can't save myself. I can't do it by being a good person or going to church or a hundred other things. I need Christ. I want him to live in my heart and my life tonight. And so I ask him to be the savior of my life. Forgive my sins. Live in my life. Transform my life. I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.